Welcome to Meant for This with Caroline J. Sumlin, a podcast for the modern Christian mama who wants to redefine the current narrative and unapologetically show up for what she's been called to in the home, community, marketplace, and the world in that order. Here, you will find tools, resources, education, and inspiration that will help you break free from burnout, get focused, live on purpose, and manage it all with grit and grace, because you are meant for this life that God has called you to. Hey, Mama, welcome back to Meant For This. Thank you for being here with me today. As you saw from today's episode title, we're talking about kicking fear to the curb, okay? It's time for fear to go. It's time for it to go, you guys. Goodbye, fear. Goodbye. In all seriousness, we know that do not fear comes up in the Bible so many times. Jesus tells us not to fear, right? It doesn't mean that we can't feel fear. We're going to feel fear. We are going to feel fear as it is a natural response to things. We have natural emotions and responses that we actually don't control control. They're innate in us and we can take our thoughts captive and we can change our thoughts, which will then in turn change our emotions. But there's also things that are going to happen to us and things that we will think about and We're going to have automatic emotional responses and we just need to normalize those responses. Those emotions are okay. And I think as Christians, we get so caught up in thinking that, oh my goodness, I can't have these negative emotions. That's just so inaccurate. That's so not correct because God made our emotions and it's natural to feel afraid. It's natural. But when I believe when Jesus said, do not fear, he didn't mean don't feel fear. He meant don't let fear rule you or stop you from the thing that you're feeling afraid of. Bring it back to Jesus, cast it onto him, because when we let that fear rule, then we're going to let that doubt and that that distrust, distrust, mistrust, something of God creep in and, 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 and that is then going to mess with our faith. And that's what we don't want. Now, the reason why I wanted to talk about fear today is because this came up in a market research survey that I did on social media. And I was asking you all, what is holding you back from pursuing a dream or a goal or a calling outside of motherhood? And your responses were the following. Fear of burnout. Fear of marital strain. Fear of judgment. Fear of failing. Fear of the unknown. Fear of not being present. Fear of not being able to keep the household running or manage it all. These were the answers I received. When I asked, what's holding you back the most from pursuing your callings or dreams outside of motherhood? Just look at all of this fear that we are holding on to. That was, let's count them real quick. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven 
different types of fear that I just listed there. Seven. Seven. Fear is the number one tactic the enemy uses to keep us from moving with faith and obedience in our calling. Let me say that again. Fear is the number one tactic the enemy uses to keep us from moving with faith and obedience in our calling. He has a hold over you that you need to take back. But here's the good news. With the power of the Holy Spirit inside of you, you get to decide that this won't be your narrative. You get to speak life. You get to choose that. If God called you to it, he will equip you through it, which means that he's already foreseen every struggle you will face, and he's already prepared the tools and resources you will need to overcome those challenges. Okay? Think about that. Think about every single fear that you are holding on to, and think about the fact that God is already equipping you. He's already prepared. He's gone before you to prepare exactly what you will need to overcome the challenges that you will face. Did you hear what I said? You will face. You will face these challenges, or maybe not those particular ones, but you will face challenges. So not fearing and speaking life into your circumstances does not mean that you are magic genieing this perfect path that's everything's going to be fine and dandy. It is possible. And I want you to have faith that when you speak, there's power of life and death in the tongue. So when you do speak things like, I will not experience burnout. I will not experience marital strain. I will not experience judgment. I will not fail at this. I will not be afraid of the unknown. I will be present with my family. If you speak those and you give life to them, then you are commanding the spirit. You're commanding it. So these things Now you're saying, all right, I'm canceling. I'm speaking death to burnout. Go the opposite way. I'm speaking death to marital strain. I'm speaking death to judgment. I'm speaking death to failing. I'm speaking death to the fear of the unknown. I'm speaking death to not being present with my family. I'm speaking death to not being able to keep the household running or managing it all. So this is powerful. And you do have the power of the Holy Spirit to be able to change your narrative with the words on your lips, or I should say, on your tongue. You have that power. But I want to make sure that it's very clear that it does not mean that you won't struggle and that it doesn't mean that you won't struggle in those areas. It doesn't mean you won't struggle in those areas. It means that they won't defeat you. Or it might mean that when it happens, God will be like, ah, 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 ah. Holy Spirit's coming in here. Remember, we said we're not going to do that. 
Or it might mean that as soon as you start to head down that path, God redirects you. Or it might mean as soon as you start to head down this path, God gives you a tool or gives you a resource or puts something in your path to make sure that you're able to. That's what that means. Okay? So for example, when you start to head towards burnout, then the Lord provides with the things that you need to prevent that from happening or to heal yourself from that burnout. Or if you end up facing some marital strain and things do get complicated with your spouse and you do start maybe having some arguments about the thing that you're doing, that God is like, well, first of all, that you continue to speak and you continue to use your words and you continue saying, oh, devil, you're not allowed here. You're not welcome here. I cancel this marital strain in the name of Jesus. And that also you're saying, Lord, please give me the tools, give me the resources, give me the wisdom. And then what does he do? All right, I've got you. Here's the marriage counselor. Here's the friend that pops into your DMs that says, hey, I was thinking about you. What do you need? Do you, do you need someone to come babysit the kids for you? You need a date night. How did you? I didn't say the Holy Spirit. Okay. That's what that means. Okay. So it doesn't mean that you won't potentially burn out or potentially have marital strain or that you won't have hard days where you don't make some not so good decisions about how to spend your time or divide your time between work outside the home and inside the home. You will have those days. You will have days where you're not very present. It doesn't mean that that what you spoke death to isn't coming true. It means that when you make that, you know, not so good choice, or maybe that morning you woke up and you didn't really seek God, the well, the you know, didn't really make sure to invite the Holy Spirit in and make sure that you are, you know, re-surrendering every day and replacing your flesh with his power and everything else that we should be doing every day. And listen, I don't do it every day either. And I can tell the difference and that'll happen to you too, because we're human and we're flawed and we're sinful. But that doesn't mean that these things are going to come and take us out for good. And that we shouldn't pursue our calling because of him, or that they, or that they will be our final answer, the end of the road, the 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 result. That's not what that means. Okay, I will be the first to share with you that these things happen to me. They happen to me frequently. I get burned out. Sometimes I face marital strain. Let's see what 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 else is on our list of fears here. Some I fail. Oh, man. <laughs> I mean, I'm definitely in that season of life in my business where I don't succeed at everything and I'm still figuring things out. I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know exactly where God is leading me when it comes to what I feel called. And I, I have very fuzzy pictures when it comes to that. I definitely have days where I'm not as present as I should be with my children. I definitely have days where I'm not keeping the household running it, running as well as I would like to. So these things happen to me, but I'm not afraid of it. I'm not letting the fact that it happens and that it honestly sucks sometimes hold me back from following where God is leading me and doing the work he has called me to. And I I told you, I may not know the entire picture. I may not know everything, every step, but I know what he's calling me to right now. For example, this podcast episode that in just following is leading by asking you all questions, receiving results and and seeking him about content and seeking him about about 
what to create and what to do and how I can help and where he's calling me leads to this podcast episode. It's simple things. It's not always so big picture. It's just the next step, the next thing he tells you to do. I'm not going to let the fear of the things that don't always go well hold me back from following where he's leading me or doing the work that he's called me and you shouldn't either because like I said in the beginning of this episode, fear is a tactic of the enemy. He's using it to hold you back. Okay? Because if the enemy holds you back, he stops you from doing the kingdom work that God has called you to do. He wins. But here's the thing. The devil may win some battles, but he does not win the entire war. We know Jesus wins it. We know he overcomes the whole world. But that doesn't mean that there's still not a battle that is not of flesh and blood, but is of another realm, principalities. Spiritual warfare, it's real. There are times when I ask, well, why couldn't this just be easier? Like, why does it have to be so hard? Why do we have to face these challenges? Why do I have to speak life and not and speak death to certain things and life to other things and and all that jazz? Like, it, it, it's, ta- it's, it's, it's taxing sometimes, right? It's exhausting. But here's the thing. He wants our complete dependence on him. So he wants us to be stretched so that we have to depend on him so that he can show out for us and then he gets the glory. And that's that's the best part right there. Psalm 56:3 says, "When I am afraid, I put my trust in you." I love that. I wanted to highlight a verse about fear that was not your the one that we've all heard, but just a reminder. In Psalm, it says, when I am afraid, when, which means it will happen. Like I talked about in the beginning of this episode, it will happen. But what do we do? We put our trust in Jesus. It's as simple as that. It's as simple as putting our trust in him and receiving his peace and choosing to have faith over fear. Here's a couple of other ways that we can choose faith, trust, and confidence over fear, okay? Number one is pursue Jesus. Be in your word. Make that, commit to that being a daily habit of pursuit, okay, and be in your word. And I say and because you don't you don't have to wait until you've gotten to your Bible to pursue Jesus. I think that's a misnomer. You can pursue Jesus, pursue him as soon as you get up in the morning. You can pursue him when you're brushing your teeth, when you're taking a shower, when you're making breakfast, doing dishes, you can pursue him. Okay? And it's as simple as as conversation is, Lord, I pursue you. Lord, I welcome you in. Lord, reveal yourself to me. Lord, I surrender to you. Okay? And be in your word. That's important. Receive help, seek resources, be solutions-oriented, and be proactive, okay? Put things into place to help prevent some of those things you're afraid of from happening, okay? For example, if you're really concerned about marital strain, maybe you start putting marital counseling into place now. Make it a habit. Say, hey, you know, things are going great, but I I really want to make sure that we stay on the up and up. 
Let's have, let's get marriage counseling and, and just make it a commitment to start going, even if it's just once a month, that will be just amazing for you. Put some routines and systems in place to make sure that you are able to manage the home well and that you are staying disciplined in certain areas. Put some boundaries in place where you need to put them. Make sure you're taking care of yourself. Nutrition, sleep, water, working out, supplements, okay? I'm not talking about manis and petties. I'm talking about your physical being, being well cared for. Get serious about your well-being and the well-being of your family all around because if you and your family are not well, then nobody can pursue their calling. No one. Not at all. <laughs> okay? So that's important. And support is the, uh, the second thing that is most important. Well-being and support. Okay? I have something really cool coming up, actually, that I um, it's not available yet. I'm going to be doing an online course, an eight-week online course and mastermind experience called The Called Mama, and I'm really excited. I will be announcing more details in the coming weeks, but just put that on your radar. This is going to be an online course for mamas who are ready to pursue their calling outside of motherhood, get the support they need to do so, get an idea and get clarity around what God is calling you to outside of motherhood, get more clarity about that, get clarity about what your calling is within the home and how to create routines and systems to support that and make room for both callings to thrive and put action plans into place to make sure that you are able to pursue well and that you're able to put the other things in place that I've mentioned. What are you going to commit to? How are you going to make sure that that you are keeping first things first, that you're not sacrificing or neglecting what matters most in the home, but making sure that you are creating ample room and taking action boldly on the dreams that God has placed in your heart without fear. So keep that in mind, put it in your back pocket because it's going to be amazing. God has called you. He has called you. He has called you and you do not need to fear. Put your trust in Jesus. He's giving you support. He's giving you tools. If you feel something in your spirit, when I mention this mastermind, pay attention to it. Seek God. Start praying about it now. It's going to be affordable. It's going to be accessible. It's going to be really, really good. So if you are a mama right now that's like, I am ready to start that thing. I am ready to pursue that dream. I just need to figure out how to do this. And while making sure that motherhood and marriage and home and family and everything else does not, does not suffer because of what I want to do. But on the flip side, what I want to do doesn't suffer because of everything else. Then that's what the called mama is going to do for you. Okay. As always, you are meant for this. You are meant for this life that God has called you to. You are amazing. I love you. I'm proud of you. I'm glad that you are here. And I'll see you in the next episode. Thank you for listening to Meant for This. You can check out the show notes for this episode at carolinejsumlin.com slash blog. If you love what you heard today, I'd love it if you left me a five-star review on iTunes and subscribe to the show. Also, I'd love to hear from you. 
If you're on Instagram, let me know what your favorite part of today's episode was by taking a screenshot of you listening to the show, sharing it to your Instagram stories, and tagging me so I can see it and connect with you. Thanks so much for tuning in, everyone. I'll see you next time.